What's up, everybody? Back a lot quicker than last time. There's not months in between episodes because, you know, this stupid shit just keeps going. We already went over a bunch of the stuff last week, so, you know, no need to go over, you know, a lot of that again because I find it to be mundane and useless to go over it, you know, all over again. But there have been many developments and things that have happened since the attack by Hamas and the, retali- you know, the retaliation strikes, you know, from Israel. I mean, there's been a lot. That has happened. I'm only going to cover some of it because there's a lot, a lot, a lot that has happened. But, you know, a few key takeaways from it all is if you support Hamas after everything they've done through the years, and, you know, that's from digging tunnels into Jerusalem to carry out, you know, suicide bombings and attacks and all of that. And you weren't from there raised in it. You're there, you know, that's your culture and what you're, I, I get that, you know, nothing I can do about that. They're born there, they're raised in it. That's the thing. If you're supporting, you're not from that, though. You know, there's some quick thoughts for all of you know the people like that, and that is you're ignorant, you're uneducated, you're indoctrinated, you're stupid. You know, you can't freely think. Apparently, plain and simple. I don't make it up, but let's go back to the, you know, queers for Hamas signs that people were holding up. Just leave it at that. They're not, you know, they're supporting them. will not notice that they would decapitate them or burn them alive or worse just because they were gay. Like it, sorry, you got to be ignorant and stupid to, you know, go with that. Um, and if you're in our government, you support them. You shouldn't be in our government. Straight and simple to the point, because that shows some things. It shows you haven't assimilated to the American way as you're supposed to, you know, once you get here, which is why, you know, we had such a strict policy until, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten million people have crossed the border in the last couple of years. There's a reason it was so tight because we wanted to make sure that people would actually come over here and assimilate and want to be part of the American you know, experience and not just bring their stuff over here. Like you're leaving the country with all they're doing all that stuff because there's a shithole to come here and start doing all that stuff here, which makes zero sense at all. It does not take really anything to figure it out. And again, key, look at the problem at the border and all those supporting it, all these people can't be properly vetted. We learn that with the Afghanistan stuff. We learn that all the time. You cannot get through that many people that fast to get rid of them that fast. It's physically impossible. And by the time you figure it out with some of them, it's too late and they're gone. And then we, the American people, are screwed. But who cares about that? <laughs> Especially as you know, some of them, the government's paying for them to have phones and housing, healthcare while they figure that out. And But you know, there's people in here that have come across that have no interest in assimilating. And again, just bring their ways here, which isn't the way the system should be. It's not the way the system has been. And it's what creates problems in countries, regardless of, you know, you know, legal immigration, illegal immigration, refugees, like they're not going to you know assimilate our ways and they want to do their own stuff. That's not what we bring them here. We want the best and the brightest from over the world to add to the experience, not just bring the experience from a third world shithole over here. And support terrorists and all kinds of stuff. Sorry, you don't have to like it. It's just the truth. I don't make the stuff up. I don't. It's not hard to comprehend any of that. And, you know, speaking of, you know, refugees, you know, refugees from Palestine, it's amazing. All those, you know, Muslim countries in the Middle East said they didn't want the refugees either. So if they don't want their own people, why the fuck should we bring them here? There's a lot of hate, and there's innocent people. There's a lot of hate built up in there towards Jews and the West and all kinds of stuff. So why would we want them here if their own countries right next to them don't want them? 
like we already have enough problems with our own country. We don't need to bring thousands of people more, you know, here. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just the way it is. You don't have to like it. And there's also some uh, really big things that, you know, people should notice this. Um, that's the world implications of all this. And if you don't notice, you know, the world implications in the grand scheme of all this, then there's something wrong with you as well there. And you're beyond help just seeing how catastrophic this could end up being. You know, it might not be World War Three implications, but it's possible with all the people that are in place. And if not, that at least something very terrible and another never-ending war that we're funding or in and losing American lives and wasting, you know, billions and trillions of dollars on over nothing. Now, look, we have all those big ships over there. You know, a Mew is now over, I believe in the Red Sea, you know, right there, 2,300 Marines on it. All it takes is one thing that anyone does to any of them or any of our warships or, you know, planes that we put over or anything. All it takes is one of them. And that's an act of war to get us in the middle I'm another thing that, you know, they swore they're going to get us out of. And that was their whole goal when, you know, they ran and took office. And I don't think a lot of people noticed that yet. All it takes is one, you know, attack a convoy of us, kill civilians, shoot at one of our planes, blow up, you know, trucks, send something at the warships, you know, that are out there, you know, the carriers and all that. But that is enough right there to drag us in to some stupid thing that costs us, you know, thousands of more lives and billions of dollars that we don't have in the first place to fight another war that's not going to help get anything accomplished. We're never going to get the hate that, you know, those Muslim countries a lot of people have for the West and for the Jews and everything else. Not going to do anything. We're just going to kill a lot more of us and, you know, burn through more of the military machine and money and take away stuff from the American people that we should be spending money on here. Just saying. Because they said they were getting us out of it. And, you know, look at us now. Now we have Ukraine, which is never ending. We spent more money than Russia, and Russia is the one invading Ukraine. Yet here we still are. So that should tell you, you know, enough. And that's why the deficit doubled year to year. And it went from, yes, expected you know, to where it was from a trillion, damn near two trillion. Since <laughs> the spending and all that wasn't in the budget for all those people that don't comprehend how that shit actually works. And again, it takes just one thing. That's the biggest worry. It takes one thing and then we're screwed again, losing a whole generation to go fight some stupid ass war for people that won't come over here if anything happened to us. No offense to them. I support them. We should do what we can to help them. But all it takes is one thing now and we're right back at it. And that's my problem with it. That should be a big problem for everybody. And again, look at the kind another thing that we've learned you know, from this. Just today, look at all the countries canceling meetings that were supposed to happen in regard to what's happening in the Middle East right now. The Egyptians, Palestinians, Jordanians, and the Qataris were supposed to meet with Biden, and the Jordanians canceled the entire thing. And Turkey is against us again as well, which doesn't surprise me. You know, if you see where they are and all that, you know, none of that geographically and who they work with and all that, you know, surprises me. And they did it while Biden was on his way or not close. That shows what they think about him. That shows what to think about the United States, the size of our balls, our leadership, the, you know, what we're going to do, our respect, everything. How many people do remember that canceled to me and said, screw it, don't come? Or that people wouldn't pick up phone calls when the president of the United States called them. I can't remember that really ever happening. It didn't happen in the four years before that. It was either you're going to take the call or you're going to pay for it. 
because we really do keep the whole machine running in the entire world. At least we did until everything started to suck. And now the only meeting that you know, President Biden is having is with Israel and then heading right back home. And if you saw the video, him just looking around, confused as hell, standing next, you know, Blinken. I'll understand if you haven't find it. It's very embarrassing. He legitimately doesn't look like he knows where the f- he even is. Yeah, people keep saying he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, which, by the way, sliced bread was the greatest thing since Betty White. Never forget that. And he's not the greatest thing since anything. And other great things kept happening. When I say great, I'm being a smart ass, but you know, that's what I have this for. There's a list of things. I just want to make sure I didn't, you know, miss some of the bigger ones. So here we go. Syria has bombed our areas in Iraq. And after everything that's happened there, all the lives we've lost, money spent. You know, work we did, you know, people are on the ground did actual work when jackasses in D.C. were, you know, shooting us in the foot every step of the way that includes Afghanistan. You know, but all the work we did there, and it's a damn shame what's happened. You know, it's always sucked there, but, you know, now Syria, yeah, it just started since Hamas attacked Israel. Many embassies have been under protest, fire of loss during all this so far, including multiple embassies in Israel, Lebanon, and Jordan, with the one in Beirut burning again granted this is beirut if you know their history yeah this just seems to happen every you know decade or two and they figure it out then all hell breaks loose for a while and everything calms down everything's working yeah it's one of those it doesn't surprise me you know but that happened more americans dying every single day more innocent people dying every single day Countries burning, diplomacy loss, world standing loss, respect loss, Taliban's helping Hamas, our weapons left behind are in the hands of Hamas and Palestinians, embassies destroyed, Americans trapped, and there are people, disgusting fucks, like, you know, members of the squad, you see all the idiot elite children, you know, Ivy League schools supporting the terrorists, and that scumbaggery, and whoever put out that letter, I don't remember who it was, that, you know, the company said, we're not going to hire anyone that signed off on that Harvard letter, good for you. If everyone did that, the stupid shit would stop. People would stop getting all of their money and their donors and their donations and all that. And all the idiocy fucking stop. Crazy, hard to believe, true story. And let's go with the world, grand scheme of things. The world's gone to hell since the inauguration. You can blame whoever you want, but here we go. Some questions for everyone. There's comment sections everywhere. Find the shit. You can leave voice message in Spotify for podcasters. Link, I think it still comes up as Anchor. But you can go there, you can find it, and you can leave a voice message. Tell me, you know, the answer to this. But everyone, can you tell me, when did Russia annex Crimea? When was North Korea testing missiles every five seconds? When did Russia invade Ukraine after the Olympics at China's request to make sure the Olympics were done first? Which is amazing. When did North Korea start testing missiles again? Benghazi, which no one really got held accountable for that, just like Afghanistan, even though people died and it was this whole cluster. No one gave a damn about it. Um, when did Iran have that big bad nuclear program building? And then when did they get the money and green light to start it again after you know they were choked off? All right, I'll keep going. When did Russia get the pipeline greenlit? And then blown up, especially after canceling ours, you know, but we blew up Nord Stream too. That was, you know, that isn't an act of war and stupid. Yeah. Trump's kind of got us into World War III, though. Yeah, there's an act of war right there. By the way, uh, when were we supplying both sides of the Syria conflict and make red line after red line after red line and then do nothing as they kept crossing it? When did the Taliban take over Afghanistan? Well, the U.S. did nothing to stop it four months. They didn't get anyone out. They left people behind. They knew who, what, when, where, and how that attack cost us 13 lives 
outside that damn airport and leave Americans and our allies behind with biometric gear and Taliban's hands. So all they had to do was put it up and they can look at you and tell exactly, you know, what you did for us. And then you and your family has to pay for those consequences. When did the Taliban start public executions? Take away women's rights again. When did Hamas dig tunnels into Israel to commit attacks on Israel and Jerusalem? When did Hamas carry out this recent attack that has brought war into our lives once again? The list keeps going on and on, and it doesn't include the orange man. Once, because there were four years where anyone did anything stupid, we, you know, boom. And guess what? No one did anything stupid, because we actually had a set of balls. That was all under Biden's time as vice president. Under Obama or during his failed useless presidency, undeniable facts. No matter how your feelings, you know, are hurt about it, no matter what, those are all facts. You know, there's four years where we didn't hear about anything. Then all of a sudden, like, all hell's breaking loose. And somehow they're still blaming the orange man who hasn't been in office. It's not his fault. Biden went and ripped all of his shit up day one. Like, like the Afghanistan thing. That wasn't his plan. I read his plan live. Find the episode. Went right over it. Now. It was based on certain things happening. Certain things didn't happen. We weren't going anywhere, and they can go themselves. But yet we just said, screw it, and everyone left. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your feelings think. There were no new conflicts, anything we were drug into, no missiles, really getting tested, even met with the North Koreans. Told Iran not to do something, and they did. We actually retaliated. Salomini, kaboom. Everything stopped. You know, there were, again, I'm not saying that we didn't have random, you know, Attacks at Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq. You know, people trying to get that. That's going to happen no matter what. I mean, actual big, real conflicts, not stuff that's been always happening. Or people say it. I mean, big worldly things, not shit that's been happening, you know, since we stepped foot there. So we're not going to make everyone happy and people there absolutely hate us. Lots of groups absolutely hate us over there. Just saying, but we didn't have any embassies burning, you know, invasions of other countries or our border. No ISIS or Hamas attacks because we were choking off Iran. We choked off them financially and all that. Then they couldn't fund all of it, which is wild, but went away. If you see when they got the money, all this shit started again. It's worldly. How amazing that is. We did get the Amherst Accords, though. We've got people that have been at war for forever and hate each other. Now at war again in the same room to at least, you know, Shake hands, sign a piece of paper, and agree to something, which is an act of God for anyone that knows Middle Eastern anything. No one likes each other over there. Now, they hate us, so they do work together. You know, as they hate us, but there are people in there shaking hands, doing things. We got that. No one cares. And, you know, that's just because we had a spine. Plain and simple. We don't have one. Everyone knows they can get away with everything. Those Hamas documents show that they started playing it the second they saw how we handled Afghanistan when no one could hear from Joe Biden for what? I think they testified for 10 days. President of the United States, nothing. For over a week and a half, Trump went 10 minutes without saying something when something happened. He got his head blown off. Hell, he was getting yelled at for doing all the briefings for COVID himself. Then he didn't do one one day and everyone was screaming, well, why isn't he here and why doesn't he care? I don't know, because he'd be telling him for two months to go the fuck away. He misses one, and suddenly you're asking why he isn't there and saying he doesn't care and he's dying and he's this, that, and the other thing. Hitler, you name it. Like, it's a different tier system. Elections have consequences. And here we are, again, saying it since the election. And they ran, saying, we are going to go back to normal. And look, the war machine's running good again. Terrorists are all over the world. Russia's being an asshole. North Korea's being an asshole. China's moving on Taiwan. Like, all the bad, like the border's exploding. Like, yeah, we're back to the normal shithole. And by the way, his deficit is still higher than Trump's. 
included all that COVID money. So good job on that too. Just spending away and without any regard. The war machine's back. That's all they really seem to one. The normal is going to be the end of this country. And it should be obvious to everyone now. I mean, I don't have to go over CPI numbers, inflation, energy prices, the border, everything. It's not sustainable this way. I don't make this shit up. Look at the numbers. Use your brain. Free think. Don't just listen to schmucks. And then, oh, well, I don't think there should be any bans. You know, there's full abortion bans in some states. Wrong. There isn't. There's still emergency stuff and all of that. Stop listening to stupid people. Stupid people on this. Look at the long history. Everything will make goddamn more sense to you. But... Yeah, the real question is, how long are we going to let this happen until those dumb motherfuckers out there start waking up so this shit finally stops? We can't afford much more, but you see what the deficit is, the debt is. You know, they're both going in the wrong direction. Not helping. It's not sustainable for future generations. We're just fighting everyone else's wars and funneling hundreds of billions of dollars back in everyone else's bullshit again. You know there's kickbacks because the corruption across the board, because everyone that's in power has been in power, most of them, for decades. So they're all intertwined into all of it. And, you know, we're beyond the caution zone. We're in the, you know, red alarms. We're screwed. You know, warning. So hopefully we'll fix it. Hopefully everyone wakes up. But, you know, saw this shit going. You know, we all saw it coming. We have no respect in the world. And it's a damn shame. But that's where I'm going to leave it. You know, and leave it with that. And prayers to all the civilians in harm's way, all the Marines and other military members and civilian contractors and innocents and yada, everyone. You know, all the people out there. Yeah, there's innocent men, women, children, military, you know, all across the board that are just doing, you know, they're as they're told and going and fighting this, you know, evil and this stupid. So prayers to all of them is what we should all, you know, agree on. It's not like we're monsters. We don't want innocent lives dead, no matter who they are. So quicker we can get this shit settled and ourselves out of it, the better. But I don't want to see any, you know, of our military, especially, you know, or innocent civilians hurt because... They didn't do anything. They're just stuck in the crossfire. And it's complete dog shit that any of this happens. But thank you for watching and listening. Greatly appreciate it. I'll try to do it more. Don't forget to check out the socials, the Jesse Rosinski Show, Facebook, Twitter is at, you know, sorry, X is at Jay Rosinski Show, Instagram, Truth Social. Uh, you know, I have the new, whatever the new Instagram is, I can't even think of threads. There you go. Under Jesse Rosinski to check all that out. The sponsors, you know, we got Reaper Apparel Company with this hat here. I have the Hold the Line. I have the Hodge Twins. I have all of them. Find those links on the socials and at the new link tree. Everything is there. All the links will be there. And with that, I'll bid you adieu after one closing moment. And remember, don't be like Kamala Harris. Please, God. Don't be that out of touch, that ignorant and that stupid, even though I know she's probably not doing her socials, but Jesus Christ, you should have some say they should figure out by now that pushing to get all of our, you know, assault weapons, you know, banned and out of the hands of Americans while giving millions of semi-auto, full auto and everything else to other these countries because they've been invaded because they didn't have any guns to defend themselves is so out of touch and ridiculous. It fucking hurts my head and it really is mesmerizing. They could be that stupid, but. Till next time, my friends, I'm out. Bye. Peace.